At Farmers Insurance, we know there's a crucial difference between a kick drum pedal and your car's accelerator pedal. Because we covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. It's time for the Wiener Shake Show, Wiener Shakers. To get involved, please call 302 Yeah. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go! We about to blow the lid off of this bitch. It's the Wiener Shake Show. And now, here's Greg Wiener and Imran Shake. You want to talk about salad tossing now? I mean, we can. It's disgusting. Oh, is it? Continue. So you've eaten ass then? <laughs> I've never eaten ass. And so how do you know it's disgusting? Ladies. Because it's where poop comes out from, Greg. Is it really in one? Thank you so much. Do you go to the garbage can and, and uh, have your meals on the garbage can? I thought you were going to say, do you go to a garbage can and jam your tongue into all the garbage that's laying in the can? Because that's what eating ass is like. thought that was where you were going. No, I'm saying it's like... You're taking, you know, you have nice dinners, you eat food, which is a pleasurable experience on your clean dining table. That's like the vagina. But then all of a sudden, these people want to eat ass. And it's like, instead of having a pleasurable eating experience on a clean table, you're having it on a garbage can. You're too cerebral. I'm not saying one way or another that eating ass is something that I, one, have done or not done. Can we get, no? So I I do I do put, want to put address. Put your phone in front of the camera. I yeah, put your phone in front address. of the camera. That's great. Can you read? Not really. Yeah, no. Um, do I, am I coming off a little too angry on these podcasts because I'm starting to get a little self conscious? Like I did have a rant in six about um, um no. uh, people who take offense to uh, what we say on the podcast and they can go suck a dick. Like I like I I, so, I hear myself and I'm like God I sound angry. I mean, I, you not know, to me, yeah, but you but I know, know you. me. You know me well. I know you. Yeah. So, well, it's the same thing with me. It's the same thing. I I I I got a little self conscious. I don't know if you notice. I, I'm trying not to scream as much as I have been. I was like, why am I fucking yelling? Calm down, dude. <laughs> but um. I think it's a matter of, I think we both have the type of, well, I have the type of humor. I think your humor is very accessible. I think you're a very funny dude. And one of the funny thing, one of the, one of the admirable things about your humor is that it's very accessible and it's very, um, like you can go up to someone and make them laugh immediately. You don't even have to know them. That's a skill. Yeah. Uh, and an innate skill that you have. It's a gift along with your like sweet ass forearms. But for me, it takes someone to like get to know me to really get my sense of humor and for me to make them laugh. It takes some time for me That's to not true. wear them down and kind of get them to be like, all right, if I don't start laughing at this guy, he's just going to keep at it all night. So like fucking just laugh. I think I think for me, people need to get to know me before they get my sense of humor. I think. No, I don't know. Does maybe. that sound douchey? That sounds douchey also. So I no, I'm that doesn't. To say that. I don't think that's douchey at all. That's just your own self perception. And I think that uh, I don't know. I mean, I think that I knew right. out of the gate that you were funny, but I just was scared that you hated me because I was Jewish and you were really Muslim. So I was really nervous. I'm not gonna lie. That still exists. I still hate you, but you can compartmentalize that hate. 
I can. I can see past it to sit here for hours upon hours listening to and editing your stutter steps and your uh, ramblings. I've looked past all of it. So, I mean, it's a good thing this is radio because I'm carving swastikas left and right, like oh, on yeah. my desk. Yeah, and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I just killed another camel out back. You son of a bitch. I cut off his humps first. So I made him suffer. And there's water in those humps, right? Or no, is, am I thinking of a cactus? No, 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 no. There's, there's like milk or water in the humps, and that's what they... Or maybe it's fat that gets converted to water. That doesn't well, make sense. Well, didn't you say there's uh, camel milk? There is camel milk. Yeah. I'm assuming that comes from their udders. So what do they do with those humps? They're and what titties. a shitty fucking trick God played on those poor things. Uh, Hell no. They get to survive deserts. With their humps? Wow, what what a gift. Who the fuck wants to be in a desert in the first place? They're for God's chosen people, so... Yeah, you know, if you lived in a desert, you'd ride a camel as if it were a car. Come on. That's what they do. Yeah, exactly, and how's that a fucking life for any uh, spirit? You do know that camels aren't sacred to Muslims, right? I'm getting that vibe from you that you think... That like, camels are, are sacred? sacred? You- <laughs> no, I don't think camels are... You know, I'm not an idiot. No, it's just funny because you're like, I slaughtered a camel out there <laughs> expecting it to be like a, to a hurt big, you. yeah. right? Like, no, you son of a bitch. How dare you? You worship, you respect the camel. That's a great, that's a great, uh, ignorant, like stereotype. Yeah. Like, I love it. I love it when, uh, racist, real actual racists say racist things that are like completely conflict, like wrong and yeah. just like you want me to spit on that camel huh that'll piss you off no it won't no, no it won't i couldn't Go care ahead. less yeah exactly don't you guys worship camels where you're from <laughs> no no i think you're thinking of hindus and cows but uh we we're not into the camels they're good they're a useful beast of burden but uh oh. camels actually uh because i want to make sure this is not funny camels actually you're good at that go ahead Great instinct we're, for killing humor. We're no, yeah, shit. Camels, actually. Uh, we're in North America. Did you know that? That's, that's wow. You just make a right turn and you bring us to pure boredom. Who cares? What do you mean camels came from North America? What are you talking camels, about? Camels were in North America, and they think that when the continents were connected, that's how camels crossed into Asia. Oh, so they originated here in America. It's it's a it's one of the proofs of uh, Pangea. Pangea. I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Pangea. Go to old Pangea. Great. Riveting conversation. Jesus Christ. Let's get back to talking about ass eating. Now we veered into fucking uh, the genealogy of camels. This podcast jumped content? the shark real quick. What? What's your content for today, Greg? You got content? What's going on? I always have content, Imran. I'm always uh, scouring the world for fodder for us. Florida, Florida. People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time. Each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders. Encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Are you tired of not earning anything on your hard-earned money? Your path to more money starts with a certificate from Pathways Financial Credit Union. 
Right now, earn a 2.68% annual percentage yield on a 60-month certificate with a minimum balance of just $500. Great rates like this have helped make Pathways the fastest-growing credit union in Ohio over the last 10 years. Earn more on your money. Stop by any convenient location or check us out at PathwaysCU.com. Pathways is federally insured by the NCUA. This podcast is supported by Zcast. Zcast.co is their web address. They are an app and website. They provide the platform that you're hearing this podcast on. They provide RSS feeds, server space, and links for sharing your podcast. We'd like to thank the folks over at Zcast for their incredible platform and for their constant and undying support. We love you, Zcast. Thank you so much for your hard work, and we look forward to forging a beautiful, professional, profitable, and maybe sexual, but not harassing sexual relationship with you. Thank you, Zcast. And now, back to Greg Wiener and Imran Sheikh, the Wiener Sheikh Show. That's a close man in pocket, Greg. Florida citizens are really stupid. Okay. Florida. Now, this might as well have happened in Florida. A woman furiously shits on the floor of Tim Hortons. Throws it at employees. A woman in Canada was so incensed about something a Tim Hortons employees did or didn't do that she dropped her pants, took a dump on the floor, threw it. That wasn't enough for her, though. That gesture of shitting on a restaurant floor with other customers wasn't enough. She took the dump. She threw it at the employee with her hands. She didn't even pick up like a napkin to, you know, this woman was such a pig of a human being that she picked up her own feces. She throws it at the employee. And if that's not enough, she grabs some napkins to wipe her ass. Okay. And then (laughs) she's not walking out there with a shitty ass. No way. Of course not. She's not going to drop a shit public. Let people see her not wipe. So she, no, she wipes her ass and then she takes that and throws it that at the employee and then she scurries the fuck out the beast the animal well to be fair i'm sure tim hortons and like most public restaurant restrooms you can't flush anything but toilet paper down the toilet so if she used the napkins that they have available then she had to throw them mm-hmm. not in the toilet <clears throat> she had to throw them maybe she was aiming for the garbage can and it hit an employee by accident so i don't think we can falter for throwing the tissue paper for or for throwing the napkin no, that's a good she point. She couldn't flush it. Yeah, she, she wasn't couldn't able flush to flush it. it. The video is ridiculous. The video is incredible. Did you gag at all when you watched it? No, I was just amazed. Because she. what she does is she doesn't... Qu- the funny thing about it to me was that she doesn't pop a squat to take a poop, which is what I would assume she would have done. She leans her butt against like a wall and poops that way. I thought like, that was ingenious. I mean... What? Maybe she didn't have the thigh muscles to sustain her squatting in the air with no support. So she she leaned up on that wall and she used that as support 
and she got those abdominals going and she pumped that shit link out. Man, and she did it quick. It was as if she was in the middle of arguing with this person and she felt the shit churning in her stomach and she's like, oh, I got something for you, motherfucker. And she, as she's arguing, she's maybe pushing it, you know, she's like allowing those muscles to it, do what they do. And then It she, took her no time. No time. She didn't have to read a newspaper, look at her no. phone, nothing. She just fucking executed, man. And that's, On command. that's what we want out of the podcast. We need to be great at what we do, people. And thank and, and you. Not just, and not just be able to execute, but also think on your feet. Yeah. Think on your feet. Yeah, you got oh, it. I can't, I know my my uh, my calf muscles aren't so strong. Right. My abs aren't so strong. Right. So I can't just pop a squat. I, I gotta I find support. a wall and lean on it. I need the support, yeah. Adaptability, adaptability. Yeah. So uh, that's my prepared content, which wasn't really content. It was just, holy shit. Let's talk about this. And civility. Can we talk about civility where she did wipe her ass? Yeah, no. I mean, that was just consideration. Um, and and we celebrate her. We c- you want to come by here? And kiss your balls? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Can't wait. I'm going to hold the door for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be that gay type of gentleman. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell him, bro. All right, dude. <laughs> if I walk in, drop my pants, and drop a Dirty, wet number two all over your front doorstep. How are you going to ride that? Yeah, 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 man. You're into that too, huh? I could basically take my boner and pee in the air, make a fucking fountain, and you'd catch every stinking drop. Yes. You would. Okay. Well, hey, you're the biggest whore I've ever talked to, and I'm coming. I'll call you in five. I'm down. Boom. I'm in love with you. Okay, man. All right, I'm going to divorce my wife. I'm going to sign the papers before I leave the door. You and me, we're going to Maui. And now we return to the Wiener Shake Show. Emma kicked an orgasm for the blowjob. And Greg storms out a couple of restaurants like a big Jewish baby. I love my mommy. Bonsoir. The Wiener Shake Show on the Greg Wiener Podcast Network. You motherfuckers. Uh, have you ever pooped in the open? No, I did try and shit in the ocean once. What? That's disgusting. No, I didn't. With your trunks on? That was a movie that I saw. I didn't really try and do that. Uh-huh. I think I, w- I felt sick uh-huh. and I, there was no bathroom. Yeah. I was a kid. I mean, this isn't like last week, okay? <laughs> and I, I, I like, I couldn't wait to go to the bathroom. Like I had like, a, you know, I had an issue and I went out deep and I, you know, pulled my drawers off and there wasn't anybody around and I tried and I couldn't. So, no, I've never shit in, in the open. You? Do Jews go to the beach? I didn't think that's a thing Jews do. What? I had too much sun out. I can't. Uh, all that sand that's going to get in between my count and my money. I can't. That's what I assume you guys do when you're downtime. Count when money. When you're winding down. Count money. Count your money. Yeah, yeah, you hit the nail on the head right there. I'm looking, up, I'm looking at my bank account right now. I used to, as a kid, wash my money and iron it. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I used to literally uh, dunk it in water, put some soap on it, dunk it again, and then iron it. <laughs> no, you didn't. I did. Why are you so full uh, of shit? I so uh, what's did. your content for the show today, Imran? Well, I was poop. I one time. I've never pooped in the wild. I have extreme pooping anxiety in public. I can't go in public restrooms unless I know that there's multiple, multiple stalls mm-hmm. or multiple rooms. If it's a one stall situation, I can't do it. The pressure of someone walking in is too much. Why? And wanting to use. The why stall. is it because, so? Why are you in your head about shitting in public? Because a, I like to take my time. 
and B, someone waiting out there just makes me feel so anxious. Like I'm, I'm, this guy wants me out of the bathroom or this woman wants me out of the bathroom and I can't perform on cue. I have to perform on cue. And that's, that's just narcissistic. Though. Why do you think that it's about, why do you think that they want your toilet? Because every single time I've used a public restroom because I've had to because of emergencies where there's only one, one restroom, one stall, people have started knocking on the door being like, we need to use the restroom, you need to get out. And wow. that just makes me more nervous and not able to poop. Wow. So I was in a car one time traveling from Maine and I had to, we passed this uh, service stop and everybody was like, anybody need to uh, you know, use the rest facilities? And I was like, nah, I'm good because, and I did have to, but a little bit. And I was like, I can, I can wait out the two hours. As soon as we passed that rest stop, it was just like time to go. Yeah. You gotta go, yeah. you gotta go. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. So then finally we got to a rest stop and I'm like, I'm losing my mind back there, but I'm trying to keep it cool because I don't want them to think I'm about to shit my pants. So I'm just like, yeah, I could go to the rest stop. Excuse me. And I like scurry over to the port uh, to the thing, the rest stop, but it's closed for repairs. So then there's a oh. porta potty. I scurry over to the porta potty. Terrible. Finally, one opens up and it's disgust like it's overflowing. Yeah, it's you're shitting in a hole in the ground essentially. It's yeah. like you're back in your native land. So then, <laughs> right? I. That would explain why I had those flashbacks of childhood. There it is. And then, and then, uh, and then, and then I was like, no, no, no. This reminds me too much of home. I'm in America now. I'm an American. So then I went down to this like ravine area where people were peeping and pooping, and I I go in and I and for the first time in my life I squat down to take a shit, and I'm telling you, Greg. It was simultaneously the greatest and worst poop I've ever had in my entire life. Why was it bad? I can understand the freedom of it being great, but why was it bad? Did you I'll shit get on the, your feet? I Because I could see people walking on the road, and I'm pretty sure they could see me. <laughs> also, there was some splatter on my pant leg, oh. and then and then my my right leg fell asleep. So when I tried Jesus. to get back up, when I tried to get back up, my muscles gave out, and I almost almost fell into my my puddle but i like oh. i'd managed to fall just inches away from it what a mess and, and then, literally and then i'm like scavenging for leaves to try and like wipe How oh, oh no i, I had toilet paper with you it's not like did, you're out I did, in the I wild did steal toilet, i did steal toilet paper from the porta poppy but porta poppy porta potty but i didn't have enough i did not have enough for the pants and so i had to get leaves to wipe the pants and then I like scurried back, like. How old just were you when, when you had to do this? This was literally a year ago. Wow! Look at the pain in your eyes. So I have to be—I have to admit something. I—I uh, I was on my back. phone at the beginning of that conversation, and I don't remember you saying who you were with. I was with uh, two actors. Uh, well, actually, one actor and a playwright. And this we were driving down from a workshop. Really, was a year ago. Oh, this and was you've got IBS. You've got IBS again, so you suffer from that, and sometimes you can't hold it. Yeah, sometimes you can't. Sometimes you can't. That I'm happened sorry, last friend. night with the KFC. I'm sorry, friend. It happened uh, last know, night? Why? Well, it's also KFC. I mean, you expect that kind oh, of well, thing that, from KFC. You get what you deserve. Right. <laughs> you walk into KFC knowing that you may lose control of your bowels, and you keep walking in. You may lose control. Right. It's, a, it's, it's an unspoken... Acknowledgement, yeah, yeah. acknowledgement. Listen to me. I'll give you your words when you're when you when you suffer when you fall down. I, I'm more experienced at 
impromptu verse spitting than you. Okay. All right. You ready for my content? I brought content. Yeah, you it's ready? great because I'm going to have to wrap this up in about 20 minutes and go to work. My oh. other job, because I have 15 jobs. Oh. oh, Greg has work. He's a paid actor. Yeah. Yeah, my name is Greg Wiener. I'm an actor. Yeah. All right, here's a situation that I've got. Uh, <laughs> this is you actually preparing content now. Why do women in their Tinder profiles or Bumble profiles or OkCupid profiles talk to me? Post photos of themselves with their mommies. Is that my only conclusion that I can draw from that is that they're trying to keep me from jerking off to photos of them. Why do you have such a fucking problem with a woman showing to uh, total strangers the fact that she is close with her mother? Because it's a dating website. Why are you bringing your mom into this? Maybe she wants to communicate the love for her mother. So you're getting because a person is introducing themselves to you heart and soul onto these apps. If you went out with someone and the first thing they said was, do you mind if I talk about my mom real quick because I love her so much? Uh, hi, yeah, my name's Imran, by the way. Like, uh, really? Like, that's, no, no, no one does that. I think. Great, I did it. Inadvertently. Back that ass up. Inadvertently, I did it Monday. I was showing her pictures of where I was living and I'm like, oh, and this is my a picture, a surprise picture of my mom because it was Mother's Day and night the day before. Go ahead. So you. Anyway, didn't ruin the date, it worked. I, not that it was a concerted effort to manipulate the situation. It just was happenstance. It's a little weird on a dating site where mm -hmm. people are looking at you in a sexual way to then post photos of your mom. Well, and I also think that it's a little creepy that you're just constantly thinking about who do you want to fuck and who do you not want to fuck on these things. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not put words in my <clears throat> mouth, my don't mischaracterize. You're saying that these pictures of w women who take show pictures with their moms is cooling your boner off, and you're looking, you're using yeah. Tinder as porn, essentially. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. But you got a problem with it. You wrote it down as show content enough that it really stuck in your craw. I yes. All right. I don't need to see a photo of what you look like wrinkly and old. Maybe you do. They always say judge a woman by what her mother looks like in old age. Because Maybe that's, that's the point. Maybe was her mother good looking? We all know you love looking at people's moms and lusting after them. It's interesting that you of all people would have such an issue with a woman posting a picture of her and her mom on Tinder. Okay, see, see, hey, man. I, have, I, have no, I have no issue with women doing anything. First and foremost. First and foremost. Not foremost, but foremost. Interesting. Go ahead. What do you mean by that? Go ahead. Secondly, I just think your Tinder profile should be of maybe a cute shot of your face, a full body shot so we get the full picture and know what we're getting ourselves into. Right. And maybe a boob shot or two. Or if you don't if you don't have good yabos, maybe show off your butt a little bit. Show off your assets. What do what do you show on your Tinder profile? I, do, I run the gamut. I show there's I have I meet all the checkboxes. There's a professional photo, so they know what I'm doing. There's a full body shot, so I they heard can that's see what a they're no getting no, into. By the way, what the professional shot? No 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 no. No, it's not a headshot. It's me in a dressing room. Even worse, Jesus Christ! How is that worse? Look at How me in my dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's me and address, it's a selfie of me, I'm the primary focus, but if you put clues together, you could be like, oh, he's in a dressing room, 
but it's not like the main focus. It's not like I'm in the fucking background. Does it show like your name on the dressing room door as well? Did you fit that into the shot? Well, of course. Why wouldn't I? They right. need to know yeah, they make that, that I'm a sense. star. What other what I mean, other what other things do you what other pictures do you have on your Tinder profile? So I've got that, and then I've got a si the silly one, which is me being goofy. It's me in a white wig from when I was playing a mechanical in Midsummer Night's Dream. It's a very goofy. It's my it's my uh, social media photo. Oh, the and, one that I used for the old uh, cover art for the podcast. Yeah, strange. Let's see. So there's the full body shot, which is like a professional sh uh, shoot that I was on, mm -hmm. and then there's the dressing room shot. Oh, and then there's one photo that I'm not a fan of, but it's but someone took a friend of mine took that photo of me because I <laughs> I tie my scarves in a very specific way, uh, unique to me. And she took a photo of that, and she claims, and her her boyfriend claimed that it's a really good photo of me, and they recommended that I put it on my profile. So I did. I don't know. I don't know if it's a good photo or not. And then there's a selfie of me in red light, which I think just makes me look good. And it's kind of artistic, so it shows that I'm kind of artsy too. Mm -hmm. And I, But it's also a selfie, so it's still showing them my face. So like, I, I check the boxes, my friend. I All know right. what I'm doing All with right. the photo. All right. You know, Violinist Girl, she had a theory that her pr Tinder profile mm -hmm. was the ideal Tinder profile because she had an action shot she had a goofy, silly shot. Wait, what was the action shot of her playing the violin or climbing a mountain? Both. I hate the fucking world traveler profiles. Literally, her <laughs> climbing a mountain, her belaying, and her playing the violin. And then there was one photo of her making her, like a bemused face. Her belaying? Is that a fancy word for mountain climbing? Yeah, it's when you like rappel down a mountain. Why can't you just oh, no, say she, rappel then? Because My issue with you is that instead of the common words, and this is why you don't make a uh, a quick connection with people is because you use highfalutin vocabulary all the time. And instead of saying, oh, a picture of her uh, repelling down a mountain, you say belaying as to impress us. I'm not trying to impress anybody. I'm just trying to be me. And if, you, if you're going to be D-class-A about it, that's on you, my friend. That's on you, my friend. D-class-A. I have go read a Par book. Go to Paris. Have you been to Paris, you fucking asshole? <laughs> Paris, Indiana. Hey yeah, I've, been to, I've been to Paris twice. Thank you. Have you really? Yeah. I love that city. My goal is to go there for three weeks and live there for three weeks. What did you do in Paris? Jerked off a lot. <laughs> Jerked off a lot. A lot. No, I, uh, I went right after high school, me and my two buddies. You are rich. I knew it. No, no, no. I maxed out my credit cards to do this. Uh, I scrimped and saved all throughout high school. Hmm. And um, we went for, we did like a whole European thing. We did, not European, we did London, Paris. And stop calling it Paris. It's fucking irritating. Say Paris, you're not French. We did London, Paris, Brussels, and Amsterdam. And we did four days in Paris and two hours in Brussels, which was two more hours than anyone should spend in Brussels. And then like three days in Amsterdam and then like two days in London. What did you do um, in Amsterdam? We, so this is the thing about this trip. It was with two dudes and we had literally the nerdiest trip any three dudes could ever have. We, we walked through the red light district the second night in Amsterdam, and we were skeeved by it and left. Well, as you should be. I mean, as you should be. Yeah. Uh, 
we didn't smoke or do anything because we were uh, uh, um, losers. We were, uh, I think losers. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's yeah. the word. Losers. We we're losers. So we went to art galleries. We went to the Anne Frank house, which kind of put a damper on things. Jesus Christ! And you did the opposite of what you're supposed to do in Amsterdam. You're supposed to do total. drugs, walk around not knowing who you are or where you are, and then stick your dick in something dirty. I mean, that's what you do there. That's ex- yeah. We we yeah. And when we were in Paris. We, two, three guys, we went to a market, got some fresh rabbit, uh, or, you know, cooked rabbit, and had a nice little picnic in front of the Eiffel Tower. Ew. Here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. We were on a riverboat trip, riverboat cruise uh, on the Seine. Riverboat, not broat. Go ahead. <laughs> we keep the R in the word river. We don't bring it over into boat. Just quick little oh. English lesson, or English. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Gleg. And so then we we uh, we're the river river boat on the sand and we see these on the three sand girls. on the sand Sena. and stop calling it paris it's fucking irritating say paris you're not french go ahead uh, i i am 44% fluent in français so oh. i will pronounce it as the française you're like a fucking nightmare for me to deal Dude. with listen i so got to get going soon here we're on the Seine River in Paris, and these three girls are right across from us. And we, I can see, I can see the ire building in his eyes every time I say Paris. And so, <laughs> and so then we're sitting there, and these three girls are sitting right opposite us, and we're like, we should talk to these chicks. We should talk to these chicks. And then, of course, we chicken out. We're at, we're Jesus at the Louvre. Christ. We're at the Louvre. We're at the Louvre. We see them again. They're clearly American. We're like, we should talk to them. We should talk to them. We chicken out. We're on uh. the Eiffel Tower. We're we're uh, we're on the Eiffel Tower. We're doing the 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 thing at the Eiffel Tower, and they run into us, and they're like, "Hey, haven't we seen you all over town?" And we're like, "Yeah, yeah, you have, you have." They're like, "Oh, cool. Where are you, are you guys? Ameri- you guys are clearly American. Yeah, you guys are American. Yeah, we're American. We're like high school. Yeah, we're high school too. We're like hanging out. This is cool. Like we love Paris and all this. Stuff. Yeah, this is great. And then we go. All right. Well, we got to go to our picnic. See you guys later. Oh, your like, rabbit picnic. Yep. And did you use the word Paris when you were uh, chatting with these girls? I wasn't as classy as I am now back then, so perhaps I did not. Classy meaning douchey. I mean, potato, potato. So you said, all right, we're going to go to our picnic, our rabbit picnic. Literally. And left them. What the fuck? How did you not say, come with me, come with us? We're doing a Who picnic. Knows? Let's eat together. You guys want to eat we, together? We were so <laughs> stupid. And as soon as we finished the picnic, we were like, well, we probably should have asked those girls to join us. And that's, oh. and that's, and that's how we're going to end the episode. <laughs> With your failures. We also shared beds in Amsterdam. Wait a minute. Who, the guys? Yeah. Oh, I, oh okay. Well, that's gay experiences for next episode. <laughs> Imran's gay experience in Amsterdam on the next Greg Wiener podcast with Imran Shake. Bye. Bye, bitches. Wait, did you really have? <laughs> no, we did like fuck each other. Oh, but, okay, like... okay. All right. All right, all right. <clears throat> but it was pretty gay. It was like the gayest trip ever. Yeah, it sounds it sounds pretty gay. You don't drink at all, do you? Nope. They didn't drink either. We didn't we didn't have a drop while we were there. No smoking of weed at all, huh? None. Is, and that's they re- didn't either. That's a religious thing, isn't it? It's a religious thing. Yeah. yeah. But it's also a personal thing with the weed, uh, definitely the alcohol, because A, alcoholism is actually in my family. Uh, uh, I have two uncles who died of it. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's, you know. And uh, also, I have an addictive personality. So I'd be an alcoholic inside a month. There's what, no way. I'd... When you say you have an addictive personality, how do you, what are you basing that on? Like addiction to books, addiction to curry? Things. What are you addicted to? Things. I just like, as soon as I like something, I just want to do that one thing over and over and over again. I don't know if that's addictive personality or just you liking something. What's the difference? What delineates uh, it from being addictive and not? I'm trying to think of an example. Like when I go to, like if I find a nice diner or, or a nice place to eat or something, I'll get ordered the same thing almost every night. That's not addictive. That's not wanting, I'm, I do the same thing. I don't consider myself an addictive personality. I guess that's more loser personality. No, it's like you uh, don't want to pay for something. It's more Jewy than anything. You don't want to pay for something that you're not sure of. Right, that's exactly it. You know? All right. I don't know, I just have the feeling that I would not be able to handle it. I think you have too good a head on. First of all, I'm not gonna sit here and uh, uh, encourage you to drink if, you, if alcoholism runs in your family, but I think you're smart enough to know when I don't you- know. Turned into an alcoholic, right? Maybe. But not. the thing is, but the thing is, I feel like for me, it would be such a social. In, so it would be so. In I would be so enabled by it because I would drink in public and and with people socializing, and it would become. A, I know I'd be the life of the party. You already are the life of the party when you hang out with people and they're drinking. You are. So can you imagine if I was drunk? Like it would be ridiculous. It would be overkill. Well, you don't and have to get drunk when you're hanging out like we we all went out in Fort Myers a, a bunch of nights yeah. together and a bunch, yeah. nobody got one night I know I got hammered but I wasn't like really? a fool yeah we we went around bar hopping downtown area we went to that ended up at that big club where they, they had a horrible DJ and we were all out back smoking weed and shit you were drunk that night yeah didn't yeah. seem like it to me I was yelling at me. fountains and statues <laughs> to make people laugh so I, I was a little inebriated but I don't think you know you 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 don't have my point is you don't every time you go out you don't get drunk you have a drink you loosen up a little no, bit and you're I, sociable I so. get that I get that but the thing is it's like I just feel like I'll get that buzz and I'll be like this is a good feeling let's keep this going and then I'll I'll keep on just doing it I, I do things in excess in excess that's especially things that are enjoyable and that I can get feedback from I Not think you I think you're too cerebral about it well we'll attack that and your gay adventures in Amsterdam on the next on the next podcast hey yeah. you know where if if you ever get off the good foot and edit the fucking uh podcast we we can be up to about 10 episodes which will be a special special anniversary for us a real achievement and a uh, a landmark in time we'll of, be going steady at that point yeah no oh, yeah shit we'll have uh marriage will be on the on the table right. you know all right all right that's it all right so the so let's say goodbye all right all right i'm gonna go jerk off Bye, bitches. Bye. Bye. This is a production of Greg Wiener Productions, Inc. and Hollow Spirit Studios. Go to their website, hollowspiritstudios.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share. And to reach out to Greg Wiener or Imran Shake, feel free to message us at The Wiener Shake Show on our Facebook page. Or call 302-RAW-DONG. That's 302-729-3664. Thank you again for listening to The Wiener Shake Show. I'm Oprah Wiener. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. 
People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time, each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorists Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance.